Good afternoon, Guardians. Welcome to another special episode of Tower Casuals. Of course, since it's a midday episode, it's me, Corey's at work being responsible. I, on the other hand, am at home being a degenerate and joining me in my podcast debauchery is none other than the jack of all trades, Joasis. It's your boy. It's your boy, Joasis. Joe and I have made this something of a tradition of uh, attempting these raids the day they come out. And I gotta say, I think we thoroughly got our ass beat in contest mode. D2 Crota Scrong. Let's just put yeah, it that of way. Co- of course, we are talking about... <clears throat> we are talking about D2 Crota. Excuse me, I'm still very under the weather. Um, I definitely did four different runs of this raid this weekend trying to get a clear while fighting the flu and the week-long migraine. Um, it, has been, it has been a long week, Joe. It's been a really long week. Josh had an extra mechanic on top of everything else being sick. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I had the down bad mechanic. Um, <laughs> Joe, let's, let's go ahead and let's just, well, let's talk about this raid because it's so different from D1 Crota. There is a mechanic throughout the entire thing and you find it out. It used to be when D1 Crota, you loaded in and you just got to run and dive off in the hell, into the hell mouth. You have to start with a little mechanic this time, the Chalice of Light. And the chalice is something that you use in every single encounter to a fault. I hate this thing. I absolutely detest the chalice. Uh, What do you think? Because uh, the first place where you, uh, it's clear that this raid is going to be different is at the beginning of the lanterns when you have to pick this thing up and all of a sudden, you, you have the Stacks of Darkness, which is no different than D1. But then you realize uh, the second lantern's not lit, and you realize there is a mechanic where you have to dunk this thing, and you have to relay race it. You have to go to every single one of these lanterns. There's no skip. They took the skip out. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, that's kind of... um, <clears throat> it It turned what felt like it used to be like a three four five minute encounter to like a 10 minute encounter yeah and it was really uh it not it wasn't great when like you would get all the way to the end and then like there there were just too many people dead and you didn't have reses and you did you just couldn't pull it off it uh it it really kind of makes it suck when you fail towards the end of it well and then uh, they throw like three unstoppable ogres at you and don't forget about those swinging swangers too and oh my okay so the swing swangs are here swing swing and swangs if you've done anything hive themed in destiny 2 you know that there are swinging hive lanterns in fucking everything they're here they can get glitched, and they look like they're in one place. I assure you, they are still moving. They can still hit you. They can still hit you. Um, there are some that are two back-to-back. There are some that are going frontwards and backwards. You have to time your runs. Um, I became. Vi- I, I have done lanterns three times now. And let me tell you, I think I know every fucking way to get around these things. I think I know where all the holes are. I spent probably a collective across those three runs, like eight hours 
in fucking lanterns this weekend between contest and the two runs I tried afterwards. Um, I like that this encounter is a challenge, but it is like, if you were going to make it this long, or if you were going to make it, I don't know, like this, not mechanic heavy, I think it's too long by about three or four minutes. Oh yeah, a- and the uh, from what I understand, the challenge makes it even longer. Uh, the challenge is to get it done without ev- without anybody accumulating ten stacks of darkness. No, that that's the uh, like try try triumph. Oh, the okay. Challenge okay. is um, I believe you can only light the lanterns that have a deposit thing ne- next to it. That's so if there there's God. like four four in a row, your ass is is walking. <laughs> it's it's pretty rough. Um, I like the encounter though. I like that there's not a skip. I'm gonna put it that way. Oh yeah. I enjoy that there's not a skip. I would need to look at an exact map of D1, but I feel like this is a lot longer than D1's maze was. Um. It might be. I know, like, it takes a lot longer in this one because of us ha- having to, like, I mean, that, that's, that's probably a good point. I just yeah. remember in D1 when you would grab that ledge at the second lantern, you could cheese oh, yeah. your way up to the ledge, and then that was the hill. You just ran up the hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I, you were at I'm the point. I, I used to solo Crota, like, three times a week every week back in destiny one so i'm i'm very 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 familiar with this uh this ledge or you getting up and losing all the stacks of dark darkness and then jumping up there yeah i uh i i I gotta be i gotta be honest here lanterns is nothing compared to the next encounter (laughs) oh my god building the fucking bridge now this was this is i've I have PTSD, Josh. Th- this was tedious for a lot of us because I don't know that any of us ever did this legit in D1. We all used the sword cheats. And we all climbed up to the top of the be- the top of the building and used our snipers. I did attempt to do that and it, it they definitely put an invisible wall. Oh yeah. And like There's turn all, back. All and types shit of like walls that. up in there. Oh now, yeah. <laughs> man. All types of walls. <laughs> they were like, nope, y'all motherfuckers aren't doing this. Um, I, I attribute to the fact that they could never patch that in D1 to the fact that this was a raid that ran on the 360 and the PS3. Yeah. So, like, updates definitely were not nearly as prevalent for those games. Like, it was, like, emergency patches, not like, oh, we're going to give you a patch every single week. Like, there's oh, a yeah. reason why after the Taken King they ditched it. <laughs> um, and I think that's something to keep in mind is they took effectively the last time this raid came out this was a franchise that was still being played on the Xbox 360 by a not insignificant amount of people. Mm-hmm. And the result is everybody having to learn this. The, the bridge encounter is actually so simple once you realize it. On contest, this was an ass whoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was an ass beating. Um, anybody who made it... I mean, we were, we were watching streamers and content creators that are extremely good at this game, like probably in the top 1-2% of the entire player population failing struggling like, on repeatedly. this encounter. <laughs> it, I felt really good about myself similar to when I was doing a tracks and <clears throat> I got there like an hour and a half after Astacross and I was making more progress than he was. I was feeling really good about myself. Um, 
So that this encounter, little wacky. Uh, you got you got to get three people on plates. The only way you can cross the bridge is uh, a new uh, a new thing. So previously, when you were empowered uh, by holding the chalice in the uh, lanterns, you could light the lanterns. Well, now it's the only thing that allows you to pick up a sword. Um, and you have to use a sword to cross and kill the sword bearer or the kill the gatekeepers. Excuse me. And you can only cross if you have the sword or the chalice. And this is a royal pain in the ass. Um, it, I, we found that it was helping to shoot tethers over there. Uh, which is an experience. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you guys, it is an experience trying to do that. Um, trying to shoot a tether a quarter mile. We all got very good at shooting tethers. We got probably practice on contests, so it was great on normal. Um, and when you get past that, you have the infamous Shrieker hallway. In D1, the strategy was literally run past everything. You cannot do that this time. You are introduced with a new mechanic in this mini-encounter, which is you have to get empowered by the chalice, and then you can jump through, and you are the only one who can jump through that veil. And it is terrible. I have not been the one to have to jump through it. I do not plan to be the one to jump through it. Um, <laughs> I can only the enemies imagine what do that not was on coming, contest. <laughs> the enemies do not stop coming. It's rough. It's not great. Uh, and also, the secret chest is in the exact same place that it was in D1, so good luck getting to that. What I will say, because I we attempted to get that chest the other other night i got through the door uh-huh and i i was in there chested didn't spawn and i'm like what the fuck uh. so apparently you have to get through it and also dunk the buff in the like buff dunk thing before you go in there yeah like at it's, the end it, I, I did not not know that it's not all. great it's rough <laughs> yeah but Overall, kind of fun mini encounter. Oh the, yeah! I think the biggest change to the to, to the to the raid come in the the second uh, the uh, third and fourth encounters. Excuse me. Lanterns is fairly different, but still like kind of straightforward. Ear Ute though, um, man. So it used to be you had to kill the wizards and the shriekers on each side when you ran in, and then you just beelined it to the center and beat her ass. Not so much anymore. So you still do that, but you have to start passing the chalice around and you have to go kill wizards that are in certain locations and the locations do change. And depending on which time you're fighting her, you have to do, if it's the first uh, first damage phase, you do three. Second, you have to have four people in power to do it. And the last time, all six. I do not ever want to know the chaos of having to do this with six people empowered. It should never get to that point. If it gets to that point, you should feel bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> you should feel real bad. There, there is no reason for this unless it's on contest to ever go to six people. And if you were doing this on contest, you're a good enough player that, you know. Yeah. If, if you got to ear you on, on contest, you shouldn't have been, uh, <laughs> having to go into no i i actually really enjoy this encounter though um you can time it to where you get about like 37 38 seconds of damage on her each phase so you can you can one phase her we nearly one phase her on our first attempt oh yeah <laughs> um and now well you know with was with some people who like maybe don't raid as much as joe and i do um 
and then the, we went in the second time. That that was it. Just bam, just destroyed her. Quick, quick, quick in and out two phase. Uh, <clears throat> you know who else was a two phase though, Joe? Big Daddy Crota, the son of Oryx. <clears throat> the son of Oryx, <clears throat> Crota, who has a bitchin' entrance, by the way. He's no longer over by the Oversoul. He spawns right in front of you. It's terrifying. Um, I will say, much more manageable with the ads this time than in D1, fighting your way out of that center crystal room. Yeah, they they really didn't go too crazy on that. I, I actually don't... I, well, okay, so I, I won't say that. I think it's partially we have... They did not spawn things behind us. They saved that and did that in Eriute. Um, yeah, yeah. With the, all the your, yellow bar Your use ad spawns, like the, the amount of heavy ammo you, you can make in there. Uh, it was pretty great having a banner of War Titan. And, and I understand, oh, like, yeah. we're, we're now talking about doing it on normal. We did not make it this far on contest. Having banner of war back there, or even like a banner of war or a well, was helping so much. I was I was literally primarying with my LMG. <laughs> and part of part of that's because like I I run I ran div for the encounter and so therefore you know you, you get certain allowances with your heavy um but I was doing that to try and keep ad spawns under control um crota though man this is the one that we we knew when it was being talked about coming back and when it was rumored and when it actually came back Corey and I were like how how on earth are you going to make this a challenge because it used to be, oh, stand on the ledge, shoot your rockets, shoot your galleys, and then, oh, somebody's going to jump up, beat him a couple times, run away, rinse and repeat. Um, kudos um, to them for making this an encounter where you are constantly on the move. In Destiny 2, they took that, that ledge away. Now, yes. the boss can go into the crystal room as well. So <laughs> you go into the crystal room. There's no, uh, there's no window in front of you anymore. It's gone. Um, I love the change that they did here oh, yeah. with the Same. with with the plates of light. Now, Joe, walk me through because I had a different job during this. Walk me through what goes on with the the plates of light that you guys. So you guys had the the light buff, and then I noticed we were switching off on these plates. So. In the whole uh, rest of the raid, um, if somebody needs to take the Chalice of Light buff from you, they can just do it mm -hmm. anywhere. In the Crota fight, there are specific like rings that you have to stand in to swap it off. Correct. Which sounds like it's more of, of a nuisance, but actually it makes it a lot easier because nobody is ever like accidentally taking it too early or whatever it it kind of creates more like order of operations <laughs> uh having to do it that way yeah in um my, and it, my mind at least it adds it adds a pretty aggravating uh i don't know notch to the fight um I think once we get the encounter down, this won't be a problem at all. Mm -hmm. um, it's really trying to keep the ad spawns under control because unfortunately where those plates are, are either right in the path of the wizards and ogres or they're directly next to Crota. Um, yeah. Crota's kind of everywhere that you need to be <laughs> in this whole, 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 whole fight. Yeah. I, 
I don't I don't know. I I like this in I like this encounter because you know you can easily take Crota's aggro. Crota actually is not the problem. If he gets close enough to slay in the sword, he's a problem. But if he's just shooting you, you can easily duck behind some cover. Um you gotta kill the boomer knights up in the towers in order to spawn the ogres, which again, I like this change. Um spawn the ogres and spawn the sword bearer. Sword bearers are pretty tanky. There's some tanky, there's some tanky motherfuckers, but tanky as hell, and they regen health. If you, uh, yeah, they do regen health. Oh attention. my god, <laughs> they're basically champions. They're barrier champions without the barrier. Well, I guess overload would be more apt. They're they're essentially yeah. overload champs. Um, the big the big one for me though was because I was like, how how are the swords going to fit? How are the swords going to fit? I was fully expecting that to be sword bearer, and I'm thrilled that I only had to do it one time. Um, you go up and you just beat the shit out of him with the sword to break his overshield, but you can only hit him for the couple of seconds, just like in the in D one Crota. Uh, you just get like two, three swings with it, and that's it. Um, and then once that shield is down, everyone just gets to attack. You get like thirty seconds of a damage phase. Well helps, but not a ton. Honestly, what was helping us live more, I think, were healing rifts and um, what you call it, healing nades. But we we did the strategy of uh, Joe was hitting him with the tractor cannon, and the rest of us were just beating him out, beating the shit out of him with lament. Um, easy two phase, easy two phase, easy two phase. Uh, it it also helped that we had two gathering storms and a shards of Galanor. Oh yeah, that definitely helped. Um, just, God, how fucking glorious. We nearly got him down, and then it took, it took us a little bit to get him back there. The second time that we got him to that final stand, though, he, he went down so easily. We saved our supers, and he just, he's running, he's trying to run around, he's got two arc staffs in his face, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah. Now, I, the other I big really love that, uh. That oh, that's that's a fun I'm, encounter. That's a fun fight. They did such a good like I even the other shit that's like kind of annoying. I I like it better. I'd so, rather it be a little, little bit more. Uh, the the other change that we had here is Necrochasm is back. There's no no land beyond. I'm sorry for everybody who wanted the bolt action sniper. It's not here. I'm sorry. I'm sure it'll be along at some point, but it is not in Crota as of right now. Necrochasm, though, being a quest, I, I really like that it's a quest. What I don't like is how tedious the quest is. Because let me tell you something. We have no idea how often those Oversouls drop, but I saw people saying they farmed Crota for six hours yesterday and got one Oversoul out of it. All that... All that. Um, it, is that estimated, good, it is estimated right now that if you're not getting... A, and some of those challenges are pretty fucking hard. That if you're not doing the challenges, uh, you're looking at probably 20 weeks to getting this thing, minimum. Um, and I saw some people trying to defend this and saying, well, what about, you know, RNG? You know, you'd probably be waiting 20 weeks. You know, look at all the people with Vex class. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, I saw um, Miss 5000 Watts making this point on Twitter. She was like, I'd rather have a point. I'd rather have a chance every week than having to wait twenty weeks for something that, you know, the handful of people who were able to get contest clear already have and already had the catalyst for. It requires 
20 over souls to get the gun. It requires 50 for the catalyst. Oh, it's 50? I thought thought it was 35. Jeez. I believe it's 50. There is some... You have to have something like 70 total for both of these things. That is insane. I don't like that. Um, I'm going to say right now, like, if that's accurate, because, I mean... No, nobody has been able to get the gun, obviously, that didn't do it during contest. Um, I would like to see... I, I want to see how often, now with Reset having happened today, I want to see how often the Oversouls actually can drop. If they can drop from every encounter, if you can get a guaranteed first run of the week Oversoul from each encounter, and I mean, it's probably going to be per account. I cannot imagine them letting you do it per character. Oh, yeah. Um, no, if they let you do it per like account. Yeah, if they let you do it per account. Okay, that's that's about a month you're looking at with some of the challenges. And, you know, if you did it weekend one, you've already got a few. You're looking at it probably about a month to get it, which I don't think is too bad. I think that's pretty reasonable. That's fair, yeah. That's okay. asking you to do the raid, you know, four or five times. The catalyst progression is what I have the problem with. I'm going to say, like, those oversouls need to weigh a little bit heavier on that catalyst. Um, but again, I want to reserve the judgment until we're able to get in there and do some testing ourselves to how often these things can drop. Or if you can farm them, if you can farm them out of ear ute, I'm going to be an ear ute. I promise you I'll be there. I'll run ear ute for like four hours to get over souls. But <laughs> good, good shift towards a quest bad that you have to do this. Oh yeah, I yeah I I I am a big fan of quests, but not of uh, time time gated exotic quests, especially when it's time gated like this. (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't mind time gated stuff. Um, I think that my I think that my core issue here is like I think back to the divinity quest, and I don't think I don't know if necrosm should have just been handed out like divinity but i guess my thing is you you handed out divinity to everyone who just did the quest and does one completion well you have to do the puzzles obviously you do the puzzles and you get a completion of garden of salvation the puzzles are not that bad except for the last one um that's like getting past sanctified mind is the hardest thing that you have to do for that gun and that is the most useful support weapon they've ever had in this game. To the point where even with nerfs, it's still absolutely essential. Oh, it's never gonna be be, like, not essential. (laughs) I guess my thing with Necrochasm is, I think it would have been cool to reward Husk of the Pit. Um, And then, I think, like, maybe doing another run, maybe two runs, rewards the gun, and then your Oversouls only have to count towards the Catalyst. That would be a good change. <laughs> I think that would have been a good compromise. Uh, because, like, yeah, I, I understand. Like, listen, it's a raid exotic. I I dislike the RNG method because so many people, once they get the once they get the exotic, they're like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. And, you know, that some people get all the luck, you know, get the full set of armor, get the exotic, get god rolls on the weapons. You know, now with crafting, there's more incentive to go grind these. But before, I mean, you could be done after three, four runs. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that, <clears throat> what I will say, that has kept me rating, of, yeah. like, more consecutive weeks. Because, like, I, 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 Ron and Vow and King's Fall, I, I kept grinding those and 
till I got all the patterns. So, oh, I I do like crafting raid raid weapons, but it can definitely come with its own shit. Yeah. Um. Speaking speaking of shit, let's let's move into our drops. I had very bad luck, just like on our Ron run. The saving grace of Ron was that I got a Rufus's Fury um, out of the final chest, so I was, and it was a red border, and I was able to buy one. That was the saving grace for me. Uh, I got all armor in every other encounter. Um, I got three chest pieces and a helmet. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very aggravated. I spent probably like 15 hours total in this raid this weekend just with various teams trying to clear it. Um, in between the sickness and the star field of it all. And uh, let me tell you something. If I never see that fucking chest piece again, it'll be too soon. No, no, here's the thing. Like, I think that, I think that the armor looks so cool. I'm so glad it's the age of triumph armor. I'm so happy. It's the age of triumph set. It is one of the best sets. This needed to happen. They've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you still have the normal set though. When you, so did you notice when you take, if you take damage, your glow goes away. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does. Somebody, I did uh, not know somebody that. did a damage <laughs> test on the moon the other day. And uh, they were in third person using a sword. And when they took damage, uh, all the uh, glowing parts uh, went away. That's and then they popped really back out cool. when they healed. <laughs> I that like, that that's how they need to do these. Either I'm I'm fine with like that is you can't really complain about that. Or uh, I'm cool with like them being ornaments for like Master King Fall. Yeah, I I suspect class. that they're gonna have to give us. <clears throat> now, I will say, I think at this point, locking the other two sets behind Master Mode feels bad, but at the same time, there needs to be an incentive to go do Master Mode because the weapons yeah. aren't it. And like, oh, you get the... Sh- you, if you're going for the title, or you get the sh- you want the ship or the uh, Sparrow, that's about it. Yeah. It's, they really don't do like a lot of uh, incentives to... No, and that, you know, when we first saw both mode. sets in the trailer, we were like, oh... I'm sure that the Age of Triumph set is going to be for Master Mode. Nope, it's here. Nope, it it's is the base set, which here, is good. Here it is. <laughs> the Crota armor kind of sucks to begin with. So, like, the base Destiny 1 Crota armor kind of sucks. So, I'm glad they went Age of Triumph style here. Yeah. As for the returning weapons, Joe, you got some good loot. Go ahead, go ahead and break down for me uh, the ones that you got. Now you said good loot. I don't think I'd describe it like that. I Listen, did. You got fucking I weapons. I don't want to hear I, it from I, you. I got one weapon and seven armor pieces in my two runs. Joe, I got but, chest armor on all three that you can get it from. I don't even want to talk about it right now. I got three warlock chest or uh, a warlock chest, a warlock helmet, and one uh, song of your youth. Is that what? No, Fang of Ear You, the scout scout rifle. Yeah. yeah. Um it it is strand. It can't really get any great roll combinations from what I saw, but there is a really cool perk um on the Crota weapons, and it's not the origin perk. It it's called uh Sword 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 Logic. Yeah. And basically you just get a damage buff uh for e- e- 
every kill you get and it it scales to to be higher if you kill like a, a major or like a a boss which, which on I things think very, very... on things like uh abyss defiant that's going to be an absolute night an oversoul edict this thing is going to be a nightmare i can't wait to get abyss defiant and i can't wait to get sword sword breaker so yeah let, let's those let's were break... the two that i w- w- was most successful let's break down what we got here because this this is a strong contender i think for best raid loot pool currently yeah. Uh, when you look at current metas. So Song of Ute, which is the Arc Machine Gun, one of my most beloved Destiny 1 raid weapons. I loved this thing. It was an absolute shredder in D1. I used this on so much hard content. Um, Abyss Defiant, which is the solar auto rifle. Our buddy Fox got an extremely good roll on this. Uh, Fang of Ute is a Strand Scout now. So still very excited about that. Um... In terms of where you can get these, uh, there are only two weapons that are locked to specific encounters. So our next weapon is Swordbreaker, which is the Strand Shoddy. You can only get that from the bridge. Um, and I've heard nothing but good things about this uh, about this Shoddy. I Swordbreaker and like the Taken variant of Swordbreaker were my two uh, go tos in Destiny One. I got. I, I miss it. You've got that. Um, And then uh, our final weapon is the Word of Crota, the Void Hand Cannon. Um, Paul Tassi calls it maybe the most iconic weapon from Crota. Um, I would probably agree with that um, in D1 terms. Um, In terms of like a specific weapon like you think of when you think of Crota. For me, it'll always be Song of Eryute, just because I'm not a hand cannon guy. But totally agree, Word of Crota. I one of my best friends used that all the time. Yeah. Uh but I yeah, I think this is a this is a great this is a great loot pool. Uh what is that? Five five six weapons? Six, six weapons. weapons. Yeah, yeah. Six weapons, man. All craftable. Um I'll be honest right now, uh in terms of a raid that we've gotten in recent memory. Uh the Ron weapons are fine. I think that you know, outside of the wrong uh, weapons have very like niche uses. I think well, so I think Rufus is probably the best like oh yeah all around AR right now. E- e- easily that and Amit. Yeah. Oh god, I forgot about Amit. Um, resurgence. Here. I think in terms of like a primary, in terms of primary AR, it's probably the best. Um, especially crafted. Briar's Contempt, obviously, still very good, especially if you're using both of those together, like you're getting that damage bonus then. Oh, yeah. That, um, that set bonus that we need more of, Bungie. Yes. And then I would say... The only other one I would say out of Ron is the Trace Rifle. Uh, which I still don't have. Still a little upset about that. Really? Yep. I've never gotten ne- a single never drop. Never gotten a drop? It. That's Never insane. gotten a single drop. Yep. Not happy about it at all. Yeah. (laughs) Not happy. Um, And I mean, obviously, the grenade launcher is completely forgettable. The shoddy is fine, but there's plenty of other good void shoddies. I want the grenade launcher to be good so badly because it looks so cool. (laughs) But it's just not good. Um, And then I mean, like, I guess I think back, like, even a little bit farther. And, like, I wasn't, like, I liked the weapons at the time. But now I look back on and I'm like, man... 
Val didn't really have like great weapons to me. Like, I mean, uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna amend this really quickly before anybody gets mad at me. <laughs> I was about to say <clears throat> I'm, I, forbearance. I'm the... Forbearance, obviously, everybody loves forbearance. Yeah. Um, but like I was using um, oh Jesus, I'm even forgetting the name. I was using Insidious a lot. Like we have uh, just as uh, arc pulses. Okay, we we've got several of them now. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Insidious has been topped, um, especially with the introduction of uh, Volt Shot. It's been topped. Um, I liked Submission. Um, I used that a lot for, and then, but then uh, they gave me Callus Mini Tool the following season, so I was like, well, bye. It's a I good. Got, uh, I got that. I go SMG and Immortal all in subsequent seasons. Yeah. So it's really hard for me to go back to using a primary SMG right now that's not like Strand or something. And then they give us another baller one with the Stasis Crucible one this season. Yeah, the new one is. I can't. I can't wait baller. to talk about that now that the raids. Then I can finally play around with it a little bit more. Um. And like I, I guess the the other most recent raid we've had is King's Fall. And uh, granted, I haven't run enough King's Fall. Um, the hand cannon is very good, obviously. Um, I'll be real; there's not a single weapon in there for, or that I have from there that I, that I actively use. Uh, and that, that's the problem. I like them, but the scout and the them. pulse are both good options. But I feel like I have better options at home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a shame because, like, it's one of my favorite. It, it is. I mean, Kings. They Kings look Hall is, the best. <laughs> they look, they look awesome. I mean, don't sleep on these ones. Word of Crota specifically with some of these shaders looks awesome. Well, that that was the unique thing that I think was solely unique to Crota, and only Crota ever, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Um, norm, norm, normal and hard mode in D1 had like separate loot loot pools, so I think there were like twelve total Crota weapons, but we only got six or like ten, and they they only brought forward six. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, there are a few other things that I, I kind of want to address with the loot pool real quickly. Um, I like that, uh, you know, like with everything being craftable too, it gives you the incentive to come in and do it. This is a raid that I think with the right group, you're in and out in like 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. So uh, I, I think this is a, this is a pretty easily farmable raid to me. Um, it's going to be the go-to for spoils farming too. Yeah, I I appreciate that they didn't make it like too too crazy, um, in like lengthwise, like add in any any encounters or anything. I think that they kept it to have its own charm, like it did, but they just updated it to like what we we would expect in that destiny 2 which i think is their goal for yeah every reprise it's just i i don't think any of us had faith that like they they could do it here and i i feel like they did get did it at least yeah i'm definitely surprised at how good they not only made the raid but how good they made the um 
just I guess like the overall experience of the raid because when we look at Vogue and I just gonna kind of segue into our next topic when we look at Vogue and King's Fall as much as we love those raids there were not any major changes there were some slight changes and tweaks yeah. but nothing major this is basically an entirely new raid this is a facelift to this epic epic proportions we have so um man the amount of people who if you cleared this on contest and especially on challenge hats off to you because it's fucking hard it's fucking hard man um i don't i don't know what else anybody wants me to say it's hard this was this was a true challenge um this is the least amount of players and teams to do a ch- a contest and or challenge clear since Garden of Salvation. Um, the the feedback was definitely heard from Ron and King's Fall and even Val. Like the numbers were per- for the first twenty four hours were on par with Val the Disciple for twenty four hour clears, and then obviously having a full forty eight opened up for non-contest or for non-challenge clears to start getting through once we had the strategies and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, I also wonder how many of those were just boss clears. I genuinely want to know how many people actually did all four uh, encounters and didn't just jump in and do a Crota or something. Like, I saw saw so many people tweeting about, like, man, maybe I'll just hop in and do a challenge Crota, you know, Uh, or a a contest Crota, not challenge, a, a contest Crota. Even Joe Blackburn did it. Yeah, Joe Blackburn fucking did it. Jump in, grab Necrochasm, and dip. <laughs> I, I really, I really considered doing it, um, but I was so spent and burnt out. Um, I was, I was watching a few friends uh, who were streaming it on uh, Twitch, and you know they, uh, somebody that I know managed to make it to Crota, and his team just couldn't seal the deal, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So, man, if you if you did it, hats off. And this is not that was not an easy raid on contest and challenge, and this this just goes back to something that we have now said. I think three raid recaps in a row make contest mode a permanent selectable option. Make it a permanent option. There is no excuse for why this should not be. Yeah, because that that would stop all the salt agrippos of the world from complaining that it needs to be harder like they could go do that and then we'll do normal i mean i I only i only want to call anybody like specifically out um salt salt got an awful lot of unnecessary hate on his uh twitch page when i secured a fourth world first for uh, elysium by the way that that is really impressive i saw people trying to discount and be like oh three of them came from the reprised raids like okay yeah vog and Vog and King Saul would be like, eh, okay. He was still what, like a top five finisher on Deepstone, I think, before that. And yeah, then they they got what Val. He did it on Val. Yeah, which so, Val was a very yeah. Hats off getting first on fucking Rolk, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Rolk and uh, Relics, man. Oh Jesus. Um, I, I I really enjoyed the contest aspect of this though. But I would like contest to be a permanently selectable thing because that way, if you do something like this in the future, you can be like, "Hey, if you clear it on contest, you're guaranteed the exotic." But you have to clear all four encounters on contest. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
I, I I think I really do think it should be something you can't just jump in, grab uh, grab the Crota checkpoint, and get Necrochasm. It would need to be like you have to do all four encounters. Like they have to tick off on a on a box. Like there needs to be a triumph, and they tick off. Yeah, yeah. Um, like well, maybe I, the one thing you can skip is the Shrieker Room or something. I think like the easiest thing they could do too is just like put it back to twenty ninety four hours, but have contest mode be in the game and have a special emblem for contest a special one for the first day clear yeah so the the proposal that i i I don't remember who it was that i talked about i think i want to say it was nerd i think me and him talked about this last fall with king's fall um and we're generalist what i what i would like to see is maybe a special emblem for those who clear in the future for brand new raids, a special emblem for those who clear in the first 24 hours on contest have another emblem that is available on contest, no matter when you clear it, whether it's in the first 24 hours or not. And then the normal raid emblem. If it's a reprised raid, have one for the 24 hours, Uh, have one for a normal, have just one for contest, no matter what, no matter when you clear it. Yeah. Have the special emblem be for if you clear for challenge. the challenges. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I also think Perfect. on the reprised raid, I actually think it would be really cool if challenge mode was available at any time. I just think they should have challenge mode be like hard. Con- mode con- contest have needs to be the there no matter mode. what. But yeah, yeah, I I would like to like on on certain raids of these, I would like to go back and do. Do, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. Mode, if I can, if I can be really frank, I think that contest mode should replace master mode. That's my controversial take of the day. I don't know if it's controversial. They're just not gonna do it because <laughs> technically master is technically harder than than contest mode. It's supposed to be, and it definitely isn't. Uh, I've been in master encounters where I'm like, oh my god, contest was actually like harder than this. Yeah, that's true. They they just be. need to like not have champs be the yeah that and that that's what it keeps coming back to of is har- of hardness. Yeah, yeah. Again, like Crota and Eerie Ute show how you can have these challenging encounters on contest without any sort of champs whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I only want to think about trying to survive in the crystal room of Eerie Ute on contest, given. You couldn't use Banner of War or anything like that. I heard people were just uh, Phoenix. Pr- yeah, that's what I heard. Ch- chaining wells. All uh, that's what I would do at that point. Ch- yeah. Chain wells, shoot tethers, whatever you got to do. There's enough orbs. You're going to get your supers back. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. Well, then, Joe, let's move on to the final piece of business that we've got here tonight. We are going to rank the raids, all the Destiny 2 raids, including the ones that are sunset. We're going to do this with a twist. Because we're, of course, you know, the uh, the reprised raids are in here now. Wrath of the Machine is still countable. Joe, have you done Wrath of the Machine? I I have not actually. Okay, That's well, the only only one now. I've never Joe done. Joe can abstain. I've done all but get the actual literal final bullet into access. So fuck it, I'm ranking Wrath of the Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to rank both versions of Crota because this is so distinctly different, and I think they're in wildly different places on our rankings. So well, let's go ahead. What, what do you have in last place? What is what is the worst raid in Destiny 2's history? So we're talking Destiny 2. Well, we we're... can talk Destiny 2 or 1. 
What okay. what's the worst raid in the Destiny franchise? Worst raid. Um probably uh what was the one raid layer on the Leviathan, the Vex one? Oh, Eater of Worlds? That's mine yep, as well. That's probably my worst one. I I have to get up like a chart of all the raids. Go, go ahead and get it up. I unfortunately I remember all of these. Um Eater of Worlds, absolutely last place. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna wax poetic too many on too much on these. We've done it on enough pods at this point. I got Eater of Worlds at the bottom. Um I've got Spire of Stars directly above that. I actually don't hate Spire. I like Spire of Stars. I think it's kind of fun, but it just isn't fulfilling as a raid. I get that it was supposed to be a raid layer. It's basically a dungeon, but it's just not. Outside of throwing shit at the spaceships, it's not fun. Yeah, they they are like there was a couple of unique things in there. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll probably do the same. And then uh, I'm gonna be honest. I've got D1 Crota's End right above this. Crota's End moved way down in my rankings because of New Crota's End. <laughs> I, again, I've got it here because of the simplicity, and it's essentially a dungeon. The only reason this isn't last for me is because I'm really nostalgic for D1 Crota. I, I, I'm the same way and I got to keep it at least one other one hot higher. Okay. So what, what um, do you have here? I'm going to throw Le- 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 Leviathan in there. I was going to, Leviathan's my next one. And then um, D1 Corota's going to be my next one. After yeah. That. So we, <laughs> we, we flip flopped, um, the Leviathans and, uh, D1 Corota definitely at the bottom, uh, above this, I got to go scourge the past. Oh, see, I, I, I'm a big fan of scourge of i like scourge uh, i just don't like it that much <laughs> i'm probably next up i'm probably gonna go garden of salvation uh see it's i like that we keep flip-flopping i've got garden as my uh as my next one next tier up all right all right all right see i gotta and then I'm probably after that gonna go Crown of Sorrow. <laughs> oh god, forgot about fucking Crown of Sorrow. Oh man, forget it. Crown of Sorrow goes right, but Scourge. Crown of Sorrow goes right, but Scourge. Move Scourge <laughs> up a spot. Crown of Sorrow gets to go down there. I fucking hate Crown of Sorrow. I hate that raid so much. I, I don't. That is I, the one raid I have. I think a singular clear on. And that, I don't. That's all here's I the thing with the right team. That's actually a, a really like smooth raid. It was oh, yeah. it was so oh, smooth yeah. when the, the last time I did it to the point where uh, Johnny and I were just uh, emoting in the corner of our uh, of our area because we had it on lockdown. <laughs> um, but trying to teach a bunch of people to do it and especially doing it the season it came out, it was unbearable. Oh yeah, um, that is a very very rough raid. Um, so uh, crown scourge. Uh, above Scourge, I'm going. I'm going Garden. I, I got to put Garden up here. I just God, I fucking hate Garden. I don't know which I hate more, Garden or Crown. I I like Garden, but only I think with they're like well made. Team. They just yeah. suck. <laughs> I I just don't want to do it. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like <laughs> it's well made. It's a good raid. I just don't want to yeah. touch it. Um. All right. So. After this, um, I'll probably go Scourge of the Past there. Yeah. We're kind of in that, like, mid-tier of, like, yeah. they're fine, but I, of, like, like... I like them, but there's ones above it. 
<laughs> yeah, they're fine, but, like, if they were in the rotation, I wouldn't be running to do them. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of getting up towards that upper echelon now. And now I think it's where the con, because the ones that we have left for those keeping score at home, we're a little over halfway through. We've got Vault of Glass. We've got King's Fall. We've got Last Wish. We've got, um, Deep Stone. We've got Ron. We've got, uh, Wrath of the Machine. And we've got D2 Crota. Oh, and we've got Vow also. We've got Vow. Now, are, are, we're, we're going straight off of like personal preference, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Straight off personal purpose. So those are the eight that we have. Left. I have to go Ron next, um, just because of the simplicity of it. Ron doesn't belong in that top tier to me. Yeah, Ron, Ron, Ron is fun. It's just not. It's, it's fun. The rest it's them fun. It's busted. Uh, um, it's always good to lay the hit on Nez. Oh, yeah. To get that crispy one phase on Nezrak. Yeah. So I, I'm going Ron here. I'm also going Ron here. And I think um, we've used like all the same raids up on. Uh, we we have. And that, that's why I was trying <laughs> to do the math in my head. We've used all the same ones up until now. Um, This is where it starts getting a little challenging, I think. Because now you've got like, you've got the, you've got the good shit. Got, got that good, good shit. Um, I'm going to go a little controversial here. Uh, I'm going to go... Well, no, it's not going to be controversial. I'm going Deep Stone. Okay. Yeah, our, our, our Deep Stone and Vault of Glass, I'm assuming, are going to be flip-flopped here. Yeah, are, are you going Vault of Glass here? And then, yeah. Yeah, then I'm, going, I'm going Vault Deep after Stone. this. Yeah, I, I just uh, my only rationale is uh, I do think that like it being the first raid holds like legacy points in my oh, eyes. Oh, oh yeah, oh, which yeah. I think is it, it's stupid. Like as we continue getting good raids and like Crota has shown how you can re you can re release a raid and it be a brand new experience and right? it be like great and there's still still stuff to discover and yeah all this type of type but it makes it really stuff. hard for me to sit here and like keep defending Vogue, which has so simple mechanics in it that we're literally doing them in seasonal activities now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Outside of like shooting the oracles in order, like everything like, else we're doing in seasonal activities. So like, what are we doing here guys? Um, I love vault of glass, but I think I, I would prefer I got if I, I, I could only do one of them. I I'd probably say a deep stone. I probably would too, just from a fun perspective. Yeah. Um, I mean, God, the deep, the the deep stone lullaby holds so so oh, yeah. many points in my mind. It's all 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 like like the raid like, is fine until that point, and then you're like, God damn, that's like maybe like the best in between section in any raid. Literally the calm before the storm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the calm before it's Tanix again. Exactly. Um, so that moves us to our top five, which top is going to be... We've got five left. Kingsfall, Crota, D2, Vow. Wrath of the Machine. Wrath of the Machine, and then what's the other one? Last Wish. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I am going to go here at number five. I'm going to put... 
and I know that there are people who are going to scream about this, I am just making this the Wrath of the Machine spot to make it easy on both of us. Yeah, I'm going to um, also put that because I, I have seen like... Yeah. It's the only it. raid that I've only done it's one time. It's a dope time. raid, yeah. <laughs> I've only done it one time. The Death Samboni is awesome. I think that the the puzzle is really cool that you or the maze you go through is really cool. Um, of course, Outbreak uh, Prime came out of it as the raid one of the all-time great raid weapons, if not the best raid weapon that they've ever done. Um, but the other four, I think, are superior. I'm going D2 Crota at number four. Same here. <laughs> I, 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 I hate that I can't do this. I cannot, in good faith, put this in the top three, oh, knowing okay. what else we have on the board. Um, our, our, our top three though, I feel are, are going to be drastically different. <laughs> Probably. I, I just, we, we've done a whole pod on D2 Crota. D2 Crota, it breaks into the top five. It's a while since we had one break into the top five. <laughs> Good time. But uh great, great time. Great raid. Want to run it a few more times. Um, top three. What do you got at number three, Joe? I might get hate. I got king's fall at n- n- number three uh no hate i do i personally disagree i've got vow here hmm. um i i've got i've got i've got vow um actually do i man I, actually i think i'm gonna say something controversial i think for the first time i'm gonna bump last wish to number n- 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 number three I'm going to bump Last Wish down to number three. And let, let me explain Damn. my philosophy behind Last Wish at number three. It's a long fucking raid. It, it, it's a it, it long is. fucking raid. But um, so is King's Fall. <laughs> it's longer than King's Fall. I don't have the nostalgia for it the way I, yeah, that, that I do King's Fall. Um, King's Fall I can is agree largely what kept me playing D1. That King's Fall essentially is my D1 send-off. I really did not play it. I did not like Rise of Iron. Um, King's Fall, I was fully intending to be my last great, truly great D D1, D2 experience, whatever it was gonna be. If it if it wasn't for Forsaken, I probably wouldn't still be playing the franchise anymore. Like that's how hot I was going out on the highest note possible. Um <laughs> Last Wish is really, really cool the first time you do it. Seeing Ribbon never gets old, but I just there's like seven encounters in this. The Queen's Walk is some is the definition of something that can take five minutes or it can take three hours. Yes, but um, I always go back to like what what you're doing <laughs> in it, and that's that's fine. I I think yeah. it's it, it's fair that like I think the fi- the our final four here are all sto- like really good stories that tie back to the main story oh, yeah. of destiny mm-hmm. yep <laughs> <clears throat> that we've got here like you look at the ones that we had at the beginning you know the leviathan ones <clears throat> don't really matter in the scheme of things let's be totally honest oh yeah yeah <clears throat> scourge of the past i guess a little you have to know who the main players are here though um deepstone doesn't matter at all um vault is a story that literally takes place outside of space and time the story of the guardians inside the vault is cool our story is not (laughs) um but these top four are all set aside because the stories that they tell throughout the raid and what they mean to the overall importance of the light and dark saga oh yeah it's (laughs) no coincidence that they brought king's fall and crota back when they did to make to do the lead up to the end people deserve to experience those stories 
I've got Last Wish here at number three. It's it's long. The loot pool was never that impressive. Like now it is, but I'm not judging it based on <laughs> but... I, I can I, and I will give it some credit now, but for like four years it's been just shit loot. And also I feel like it would be a lot cooler of a raid if they fixed the ribbon encounter because I've never done it the way you're supposed to do it. Because the way you're supposed to do it's like kind of complicated. I find it very funny that they've had to leave that cheese in for so long because even Bungie devs can't do it legit. Yeah. And that's like, <laughs> so that and like hearing like those stories is what makes me want to keep it up there at number one or number two. I just, for me personally, I admire it's the best designed raid. It's the best designed oh, yeah. thing they've ever oh, done yeah. in Destiny. I truly do not know if it will ever be topped. I truly don't know. Oh yeah, we'll and see. The, like I, I, I don't, I don't think we're ever getting another uh, day one race that is anything. That like is that the greatest. Either. That is one of the greatest video game things I've ever seen. Is the day one race, and also shout out Datto twenty four oh two, twenty four oh two man. Um, but like pe- people like to clown on him for that, but that is still even finishing it then is still one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Oh yeah, well, and plus th- that was the. Uh, at end of the old uh destiny dynasty too of uh yeah that was that was kind of the end of the old guard yep that was the end (laughs) End of the old guard um what do you have at number two number two well so 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 so, king's fall was my number you went king's fall at number three i went last wish at number three what's your number two last wish is my number two i've got vow at number two I could be persuaded to make Boo Vow up to number one, but the nostalgia factor really is going to win out for me. I don't think Kenya Ings Fall is ever getting topped for you. <laughs> um, I mean, I've 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 flip flopped on it and Last Wish for a very long time. Um, if you go back and listen to the other recordings, these three have been the top three since Vow came out, as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, uh, and oh, I yeah. think it's going to be. I think King's Fall, as much as I personally have it at number one, is the easiest one of these three to supplant because um, it's a de- yeah. it's a Destiny one raid ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. as much as I like the raid, it is Destiny one mechanics for the most it part. It is still the old way of Destiny. <laughs> yes, but I mean it is like a one A one B for me because in the defense of Vow of the Disciple. Vow is, I think, structurally the most intriguing read, raid. Yep. I think that it has, it's the, I mean, it's definitely the most complicated to learn since Last Wish because of all the fucking symbols. The three, three million symbol. The three million collection. symbols. Yeah. Um, so it's no coincidence those two are up at the top. But, I mean, you add that in. I know I said, like, oh, I wasn't super impressed with loot pool. It, it's a good loot pool. It's a, one of the best raid armor sets. The and Vow I do think, set has always been super I think that cool. though that should weigh into this. So I'm saying that as I have King's Fall at number one with its bullshit armor. Um, <laughs> if they give me the Age of Triumph armor, it's definitely staying at number one. Um, old Rolk is gaining, though. I think Rolk is probably the best final stand. Not even probably. It is. It's the it's straight up the best final stand in the series. It's the best boss fight in the series as far Rolk as Rolk ha, has been my favorite boss fight <laughs> ever. Riv, Riven, if you if you did Riven legit, I think that would top it. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I like, so the thing that keeps, I keep coming back to with Last Wish, like these, these three are all so close to me. Like, I think these three are all grouped together and then Crota's just like, kind of like, hey guys. Crota's like, Crota's the younger the brother. The guy at the party who's like standing off in the corner. They don't even know I'm here. They don't even know I'm uh... I'm in here. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't they don't even know I got let in. Uh Crota has made it past the bouncer. He's made it into the VIP room and they're these three are just like snorting cocaine. Okay, they're snorting coke. Snorting they coke. Are, punching they're, each other. <laughs> dude, they're hitting each other. They are they're chugging ace. It's great. <laughs> That's what they're doing over there. And Crota is just like he's like the world t- is like exposed to this for the first time. Oh, does the kid in the the corner with the fake ID and is like, oh my, oh, 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 oh my god, I got in. Crota, Crota's McLovin from Superbad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the the other th- the other three raids are uh, Seth Rogen and Bill Hader. <laughs> uh, there there's there's a number of pop culture references I could make here that I'm gonna resist from doing. Um, but I mean, in the argument about. I knock it because I hate the third encounter so much, but that's part of what makes it such a good raid is the relic encounter is phenomenal. That that encounter is insane. And fuck great. you, whoever designed that and came up with that. <laughs> I, I fuck you, but I love you. I respect you so much for that. That um, and and uh, even the caretaker fight, I enjoy a lot. Uh, it can definitely be a pain 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 in the ass, but I do like the like. I, I like it idea of it and also like what you're fighting it's like isn't it like a scorn abomination that they yes. they fed like a worm to something like that still like a true like a bo- bo- abomination and I also really love the the touch that it's Rolk like giving us the instructions the, the whole time a sense which I don't know if that's ever happened in another raid, except, yeah, no, I, I don't think that's ever happened in another raid where the boss, like, took over the comms, except Nazarak, obviously, but. Yeah, I, I like this idea of the boss is taking over our comms, like, you know the witness is going to do it, too. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, I'm, <laughs> man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this final run that we're going to go through uh, leading up to the end. Um, Just, man. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like uh, I and that's kind of what I really liked about um, about this showcase. Uh, I don't know where the fuck we're going, essentially. Like, I, I, I know that we're going in to the Traveler, but that's about it. Because <laughs> Witch Queen, you you had a big uh, narrative beat in the trailer. Lightfall, you had multiple big ones. Is that in the, the uh, 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 trailer? Final Shape, we really don't know, don't know a ton about, <laughs> and that's super exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, I'm very curious to see what ends up happening here. Um, obviously. Joe Blackburn did tease uh, in an interview with PC Gamer last week that, um, and I, Corey and I didn't touch on this. We're, we're going to cover it on uh, the next show here in a couple of days. 
but said that uh, the raid for the final shape is not the end. That there's still one more. There's one more mission that'll come after that that will cap off this saga. I have to think that this is going to be a last wish style thing where, yeah, you'll beat them in the raid, but they're going to make the final defeat something that everybody gets to participate in. A 12 person activity. I would love a 12 person activity. In I the think... city, witness all in the sky. That would be cool. Beaming down I think it'll on be you. It'll be something that I think could be like replayed forever. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you can't make that a one time thing. Um. And I think it'll be tacked on to the end of the campaign. The the other thing, I don't remember if it came out of that interview, but I saw it floating around that there's only going to be like seven campaign missions for the final shape. That makes sense. I, Which, they've I, moved it, in into an eight mission model. I would like more, but I'd rather them not dilute anything. Well, with them saying that this is going to be linear and that you can't even explore the destination fully until you beat the campaign, it makes sense that they want to streamline it. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, the raid is going to be a big part of it, but I, I know a lot of people grow and we're like, oh my god, I don't want this playing out over a whole year. Joe promised this wasn't going to happen. Uh, it does very much sound like that is going to be like a, the raid is, the thing somebody is gets Worlds First, and yeah. boom, the mission is unlocked. So I will not be participating in Worlds First, I will be sitting there waiting for the mission to unlock and then jumping right on in. That, that may end up being the thing I, I do too. <laughs> I, I think that, I think my days of day one, uh, or of... Uh, Contest clears, at least. Uh, contest attempts are over. I got the one, and I know that it's the easiest one. But uh, that, but is also, that also is kind of my stance. That still I'm, got it. <laughs> if I'm able to get a contest clear, like, it's probably too easy across the board, in all fairness. Um, I still think, I still don't think, like, 40,000 40, people clearing it in a weekend is horrible. Um, but I understand the sentiment from the rating community. Um, I enjoyed... Final thoughts on D2 Crota, I guess. I enjoyed how hard and stressful that this contest mode was for people because it gave them that actual challenge that they wanted. Um, now, if you could just make that challenge selectable all the time, and I mean, you can give better it, rewards out it too. It would be cool, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can give out better rewards. I don't know what you can do beyond just like bragging rights because obviously you can't lock loot behind I don't. I think you can lock I cosmetics. Mean, you, you 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 can. <laughs> you can lock cosmetics. I don't think you that can. weapons. I don't think weapons should be locked behind. I don't think. I don't think that exotics should ever be locked behind a contest mode. It's, but if it was a game without PvP, then I would make the argument for it. In a game with PvP, I that's cannot, probably fair. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that at all. And a game with an ever changing meta, I can't make the argument that it should be locked behind. I think the best thing they could do is like or, or ornaments for even like if you want to do be cool. ornaments for the weapons too. I so I mean yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with like special mementos or something that you can yeah. only put on those raid weapons. Also, why don't they have a raid memento yet like, so i want to say like that i want to such a slam dunk to me i'm, I'm gonna i'm <laughs> gonna save that topic for thursday actually because i want to go more in on that just in general but i'm extremely disappointed in how they've handled mementos um joe any it's... final thoughts on d2 crota before um, we get out of here because no if not, i just want to get in and do more of it <laughs> yeah big same I'm, I'm looking forward to doing an actual run i've gotten some sleep now I'm still sick, but hopefully that's clearing up in the next day or two. I'm looking forward to getting another run in this week. Done fighting. Hopefully getting the, some weapons. Er, er, 
er, er, early 1700s uh, Spanish flu. Oh my God, I feel like I am. <laughs> but uh, Joe, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. I wanted to get someone in here who had done D1 Crota and who actually got some raid loot, unlike me, uh, to come in and talk about it. And uh, we did Nerds Rankings. Exactly. Uh, as always... You guys can catch us every single Friday morning. New episodes post of the main show. This is going to be our last uh, our last not regularly scheduled show for quite a while. We've gotten through the showcase. We've gotten through the raid. Now I can just kind of go heads down on, uh, on the season. Starfield. We're really enjoying the season. I'm enjoying Starfield right now. Of course, uh, the next episode of Xbox Casuals is going to post on two- next Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be big Starfield blowout. That's all we're talking about for the whole episode. I have squeezed several, several hours of Starfield in, in between, uh, Crota attempts this weekend. I played a lot laying in bed, but, uh, I've been doing it. I woke up early this morning to get a bunch knocked out, uh, looking forward to getting more Starfield. And of course, finally, I've hit a point where uh, there's actual consequences to the game and I'm really loving it. (laughs) So, uh. Beyond that, I don't. I don't think we have anything else to promote. Joe, do you have anything you would like to promote? Uh, I make music, Joasis, mm. on all streaming platforms, and uh, I'm kind of trying to stream a little bit and post clips to YouTube. Uh, Joe but... had an amazing clip from one of our runs where he uh, finished the the uh, lanterns solo, and it was great. It was great to watch. Yeah, that's a. Uh vesper radius solely vesper of radius and he had no idea how close to uh his uh timer running out that he really was or to the uh the respawn timers it was blocked out by his face it's great you should watch the clip (laughs) we'll 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 post it in the we'll post it in the uh, in the discord for everybody to see um but that that was great that was uh one of my uh one of my favorite moments uh i think of this weekend but uh for me from Joe, from Corey. Thank you so much. And of course, we'll see you star side.